You are listening to Wednesday's Bible study on law and gospel on this June the 22nd in the year of our Lord 2022. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and what we're talking about today, we're going back to take a look at Proverbs. We're going to be looking at chapter 8, verses 32 through 36. Now, what's important about chapter 8 is up to through 7, Solomon is talking to his sons. But in chapter 8, the wisdom of God, which is none other than Jesus Christ, begins to talk to us personally. And you might not get that when you read verse 32. It says, And now, O sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Now, the reason I say that you might not figure that out right away is that just so happens to be identical to chapter 5, verse 7, and chapter 7, verse 24, when it is Solomon saying, and now, O sons, listen to me, blessed are those who keep my ways. But taking a look at the context of Proverbs 8, we know that this is not Solomon talking. It's Solomon writing what Jesus, the wisdom of God, is telling him. And God speaks to his children as sons. This is a very close relationship that God has with his sons. And why is that such a close relationship? Because as we have seen in taking a look at other passages of the Bible, particularly Galatians 4 and 5, there is a distinction between when a child is born and needs to be disciplined. That discipline comes through the law. In other words, we tell a child what to do, and if they do not do it, there is a negative consequence. We refer to that as the second use of the law. The first use being God's use in the government to prohibit criminals from continuing to do their criminality. So they are punished, either with fines or jail, etc. But as a child grows older and really begins to trust the parents and have faith in the parents, the child desires to follow what the parents are asking. And this is the same in Christianity. When we are born, we are born under the law, which means we are born under the threats and accusations of what is going to happen to us if we do not obey our parents. But 
as we grow older and have faith in Jesus Christ, then we do not need the law as a motivator. Instead, the law becomes something we love because it's the will of Jesus Christ. And when we realize he died for us on the cross, we are more than willing to follow his will. And in fact, when we do not follow his will, which occurs because we're still sinners, we are eager to repent. Repentance is contrition over sin and faith in Jesus Christ. This is very, very important as to how the believer grows in Christ. So there is theology behind this, and it's often found in the hymns that we sing. For example, come follow me, the Savior says. For a while, I didn't like that hymn because I thought it was giving the impression that the way we are saved is by following Jesus. No, that's not the way we are saved. We're saved instead by believing in Jesus. That's quite a difference. Therefore, we do not say that we're saved by our works. We're saved through faith in Jesus Christ. And that's really, really important. When we have that faith in Jesus Christ, we are no longer motivated by the law's punishments. We're motivated by our love for Jesus. He has given us what we need to hear. And that is something that wisdom is all about in the book of Proverbs. It's not really the second use of the law. It's what we call the third use of the law. And what is the third use? God simply informs you of what his will is for you. It's kind of like when you're a parent and you have a sick child and you'll often ask the child, well, what would you like to eat or what would you like to be treated with? And they'll say, well, chicken soup I would enjoy. Well, the parent doesn't argue with the child because of the love the parent has they get that chicken soup. And that's what the third use of the law does. Wisdom, namely Jesus Christ, informs us of the ways of the world. What do we mean by the way of the world? Well, it's clear up through chapter 7 of Proverbs that there are two ways the one way is the wide way, the broad way, the way of the world. And they all believe that you get right with God 
by obeying him. Throw works save you. That's not true. No work can offset your sin. No good work can trump your sin. It takes the works of a sinless person who dies on your behalf. And that was Jesus the Christ. And when he died on your behalf, as he said to the Father, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. This is really the good news of the gospel. And so we have three uses of the law, none of which save us. The third use of the law does not mean that that's the way of salvation. That's a way of knowledge of what we are to do once we are saved. And the big theological distinction between the second use of the law and the third use is the following. The second use of the law accuses you of not meeting God's demands. So you realize you are not righteous in his sight. How do you get that righteousness? Well, according to Galatians 4 and 5, you get that righteousness through faith in trusting the promises of Jesus. No other religion comes even close to Christianity. Faith in Jesus Christ is what saves. And that's why Jesus, the wisdom of God, begins with 32, verse 32, the same way that Solomon had done. And now, O sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Verse 33, hear instruction and be wise and do not neglect it. Now, that word for instruction can also be translated as hear the discipline of the Lord. In other words, listen to the third use of the law as he gives you information as to what he desires you to be doing in your vocation. And then you will be wise. Notice that that is not a negative instruction to the law. It doesn't say, hear instruction or else you will be going to hell. No, that would be second use. Hear instruction and be wise and do not neglect it. Now, it just so happens, and we had looked at this previously, that there is a translation of the original Hebrew. It's called the Septuagint, and it goes from the Hebrew 
to the Greek. They call it a Septuagint, 70, because they think that's how many scholars were involved in translating. It just so happens that the last half of verse 32 and all of verse 33 is not in the Septuagint. It's missing. It goes, and now, O sons, listen to me, and then skips right to verse 34. Now, what is the reason for that? Well, you're going to learn something here. It's called haplography. Haplography, what does that mean? Haplography is when someone is copying something. Let's say you're copying an essay for someone, and he's typed it out, and you're doing it. He did it on a typewriter. You're putting it on a computer. And you read the word blessed at the end of verse 32. You write that down. And then when you're ready to look back at the sheet, your eye skips down to the word blessed in verse 34. And you miss the rest of verse 32 and all of 33. That's called a haplography, where you see one word, and then when you go back to the sheet, you see the same word and don't realize that it doesn't immediately follow what you just wrote. So that's one of the explanations why verse 33 is missing in the Greek translation of Proverbs chapter 8, 32 and 33. So, hear instruction and be wise. See, there's the word wisdom again. And Jesus is often regarded in the feminine. She will lead you because the word wisdom is a feminine noun. It doesn't mean that Jesus is a woman or feminine. It's just the way the Hebrew works. So, what we have here is Jesus continuing to inform his sons who are believers. In other words, the second and third use of the law is meant for work in the church. The second use shows us our inability to follow the will of God in order to be saved. And the third use shows Christians what the true way of obedience is. The true way of obedience isn't how you get saved. It's part of sanctification. So what's this difference between justification and sanctification? 
Justification means just what it sounds like. It is when you are justified by God in the sense that you are righteous in his sight. And he does that on the basis of the faith that you have been given. That faith may come about by means of baptism, that holy sacrament, where Peter says you receive both the Holy Spirit and the forgiveness of sins. Or it may come about as people simply read the Bible and hear the gospel proclaimed again and again, and they come to believe in Jesus Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. So, verse 34, blessed is the one who listens to me. Now, these are the words of Jesus, the wisdom of God. You are blessed. What does that mean? It means that you get positive consequences from your good works. The best example is Matthew 25, the sheep and the goats. The sheep, they are thanked by God for all the good works they did, which they can't remember. Because when you have the gift of the Holy Spirit, these good works occur spontaneously without much thought through faith in Jesus Christ. I mean, who decides to go to church on a Sunday morning by getting up and saying, oh, I've got to do a good work for Jesus today, so I'll go to church. I don't really want to go to church but I know that's what he wants me to do. No, instead you get up and you automatically prepare yourself for church, eating breakfast, getting dressed appropriately, traveling to the church, and entering the doors of the church. And as you hear the instruction from the sermon, the readings, and the liturgy, you are hearing the third use of the law, and you therefore ought not neglect it. So, verse 34 continues, Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside my doors. Now, what does that mean? That's uh, another phrase in the scriptures that scripture interprets scripture. In the previous part of chapter 8, Jesus commends those who are listening even at the gates of the city because that's where the elders meet to make decisions. And wisdom is told that she speaks at the gates of the city and throughout the city. She's everywhere telling the good news to everybody. 
And that's why it's very important that we watch daily at the gates, waiting beside my doors. Now, what does that remind you of? Well, Jesus is referred to with a lot of metaphors. And one of them is he is the shepherd. Now, how does Jesus as shepherd act differently than someone who's not the shepherd? Those who are not the shepherd try and climb over the fence of the sheepfold to steal the sheep. Whereas the shepherd goes through the door of the sheepfold. And who's on the other side of the door? Are the sheep. Remember Jesus says, they hear my voice and they follow me. Now where is the door for us where we hear the voice of God and follow him? They are the doors of the church. When you enter into church, you're in a whole new realm of reality. This is why I don't begin a worship service with good morning. That's a worldly concept. I begin it with, the Lord be with you. And the congregation responds, and with you also. That means now throughout the entire liturgy, the Lord is with us, in us, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, we are hearing his word, and we are desiring to obey it. Verse 35, for whoever finds me finds life. Now, you have to understand what that word find means. It doesn't mean that as an unbeliever, you're out looking for the true God and then, oh, all of a sudden you find him. No, it's better understood with the Luke 15 passage of the lost sheep. The sheep is lost. He may be in a hole. He can't escape. And then the shepherd arrives one can say the sheep finds the shepherd at the top of the hole calling for him and bringing him out of the hole and <coughs> excuse me taking him home on his shoulders so whoever finds me finds life now this is everlasting life, and obtains favor from the Lord. Now that word favor is the word also for the word grace. Remember, mercy, you don't get what you deserve. Grace, you get what you don't deserve, namely eternal salvation and the forgiveness of sins. So when you obtain favor from the Lord, that really is a fruit of faith. You obtain it 
not as a way of salvation, but because you have already been saved. And therefore, when you find life, when you listen to wisdom, when you follow his word, you are definitely finding favor and grace from the Lord Jesus Christ. But verse 36 ends on a note of the second use of the law. But he who fails to find me injures himself. That's very important to understand. We've been saying that a lot on Law and Gospel, that when you sin, there is natural consequences that are negative that fall into place. You need to understand that. And therefore, verse 36 ends, All who hate me love death. Now, the word hate and the word love are antonyms. What does that mean? It means they are opposites. Those who hate Jesus reject his wisdom, and they love instead death. And what is death? That's the realm of the devil. It's what Adam and Eve did. They hated the word of the Lord and listened instead to the word of the devil and led them to death. <coughs> so that death, though it was not permanent, it was a separation from God. And therefore, when you reject God's wisdom, you love the wisdom of Satan. And so many people are doing that in the United States today. Look at how many reject the wisdom of Jesus Christ and do lifestyles that are contrary to his word. Well, we'll continue to be talking about the distinctions between law and gospel when we get back on Thursday, God willing. So join with us to hear that program. I'm Tom Baker. Thanks for listening. Listen Thursday at 9.30. God bless you. Listen to Law & Gospel each weekday morning at 9.30 on KFUO. For a tax-deductible gift to Law & Gospel, please make your checkout to Law & Gospel and mail to Law & Gospel P.O. Box 28910, St. Louis, Missouri 63132 or call toll-free 1-877-267-1962.
Views and opinions expressed on Worldwide KFUO may not represent the official position of the management or ownership of KFUO, the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. If you'd like to comment on programs or topics heard on Worldwide KFUO, write us at KFUO, 1333 South Kirkwood Road, St. Louis, Missouri, 63122. You can also leave a question or comment on our comment line at 314-996-1542. We are the messenger of good news, Worldwide KFUO.